Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We are on the eve of NXT TakeOver War Games. And tomorrow is Survivor Series. So a huge, huge week. Isn't Eve the day before? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, whatever. Same thing. So today, tonight, later, probably like actually 12 hours after this drops, because it'll be about 7 o'clock when this drops on Saturday morning, War Games, NXT War Games 2, TakeOver War Games 2. Blah. Jesus blah, 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 blah. I can't talk because you won't go with my mic checks because I'm trying to make this sound good. Well, why listen, do people, four listen, of them? People. I don't want to do another one. Listen, people. Marty is giving me the hardest time this morning. So basically, long story short, it's been a really long week for me. I came over here. Uh, we're recording this on a Thursday, actually. And we just got finished watching the latest episode of NXT. I was unable to watch either NXT UK episode. He watched both. So he'll fill, on, fill us in on those later. But he is refusing to go with my mic checks. And uh, in that process has delayed this recording process for probably about 15, 20 minutes or so. And I'm really trying to really get the hell out of here. So, uh, yeah, he's making things really hard, as per usual. This is what Marty does. This is his shtick. He's sitting over there on his phone, as usual, putting the microphone on his chest, trying to talk into it like a jackass. But anyways, NXT TakeOver War Games tonight, tomorrow, Survivor Series. When this comes out, at least. So, we are Stick to the Gimmick, of course. Your favorite home for NXT and wrestling talk and jibber-jabber between two people that hate each other's guts more than anything. Um, We are part of the Cheap Pops Podcast Network, found on Spreaker.com and everywhere else you listen to podcasts. So, make sure to go over there and like them. Um. We are on Twitter at GimmickPod, Facebook at Facebook.com slash Stick to the Gimmick. I am on Twitter at Spinny Rasslin. He is on Twitter at Martin David Harp. So what we're going to do, we're going to go deep into detail on the War Games card, the Survivor Series card. Maybe not as deep into detail on that one, but um, and then just kind of a quick overview of this uh, last week's show. So before we get going, Marty, what's up? Other than you trying to annoy the living hell out of me. I'm not trying to annoy anybody, dude. I've had a long fucking week. And that's great. I'm that's just great. So have I. ready to be done with this shit. I want it to be like Monday. That's funny. Remember when we were kids and we hated Mondays? Dude, I'm done with this fucking week. I'm done with it. Okay, fine. Spill the beans. What's wrong? No, it doesn't matter. It's not important. It's just it's been a long fucking week. And I'm just yeah, ready for and it you to think be done. That, you think that I haven't had a long week. That that's the same thing I've heard like four times from four other fucking people. Is you think I've had a long week? It was like I've had a long fucking week too. So yeah, we've all had long weeks. So let's kill the week. Let's fucking go. Yeah. So, all right, we'll start with this past week's episode of NXT. Uh, only had three matches. It was a bunch of bunch of you know promos for the pay per view coming up Saturday. Well, we're going to end up going into TakeOver from this one. So let Because you didn't watch UK. Correct. And I did. Well, I watched... All right. Was, so you want to you just, just kind of give us a quick three, four minute interview. Interview. Overview. Yeah. Because I, I think happened. it was episodes like seven to eight or something. And okay, I, okay. I watched them on my phone and I accidentally watched episode eight thinking I was watching episode seven. 
So I watched the newest episode first. <laughs> you watched them on order. I watched them backwards. <laughs> Good job. Because the entire time I was watching the newest episode, they were like, last week on NXT, they announced the women's championship and the women's championship tournament, and it was in a new venue. And I was like, why the fuck did Spencer not mention any of this last week? Because that's big enough news <laughs> to where like we could have talked about it. And then I got home and realized that I had watched the wrong episode. Hey, so I wasn't in the wrong in this case. And I was like, oh, I guess I gotta go watch them announce the... Uh, Women's Championship. Okay. And but, I will be watching it, by the way. It's just that I hadn't been able to have the time. It's two hours again out of my week that's been extremely busy. So, go But ahead. yeah, lo and behold, they announced the Women's Championship. Uh, they're having a tournament for it. Uh, it's going to end up being... it. It It's essentially every woman you've seen wrestle on television so far, plus like some really young girl that's like 18. I can't think of her name. Really? Yeah, she did some really good German suplexes, but she already lost, so it doesn't matter. Um... <laughs> And so Dakota Kai and Tony Storm are on opposite sides of the bracket. So there's your finals right there, probably. Dakota um, Kai is going to win it because Tony Storm won the May Young Classic. I think Tony Storm will win it. But going to win both? Yeah. Uh, but so that's the thing. And uh, apparently I was on a Reddit thread talking about how it was episode seven and eight. And I asked somebody if they were that behind on these episodes so far. And apparently, if they run two a week, they don't catch up with current time until January. So, this is going to be a thing. This like is, two UK episodes for the next month and a half. This is a situation where we need a soundboard where you have that like one that goes dun dun dun. Yeah, it's a thing that I'm just. Yeah, no, that's going to be a lot of wrestling to watch. But at least we finally got the women's thing announced. Now I'm just waiting for the tag teams to get announced because I know that happened too. So. True. Um, what, what's the direction with the uh, UK title? Did that said anything? There is no direction with the UK title. Okay. They've been talking more about the women's and the tags than anything else. Okay. It was. Coffee well, we Brothers. did just have we did we did just have a championship match. So yeah, the Coffee Brothers and Wolfgang are doing their shit, and then Zach Gibson's with some guy I can't remember his name. And then you, you said that it was whoever Tyler Bate faced. It was Ashton Smith. I, it was whoever Tyler Bate faced. I don't know. But it said it said that Tyler Bate, when I was looking at the WWE Network thing, um, it said that Tyler Bate faced Ashton Smith, but Ashton Smith was with Mark Andrews and uh, the Mod Father. I don't know, man. It was whoever Tyler Bate faced. Really? So he turned heel? I'm, I think. I'm pretty positive it was whoever sure. Tyler Bate faced. Because um, Ashton Smith's the really athletic dude. Gibson faced Trent Seven on ep- the newest episode it must have been a typo i bet you it was the other guy and someone came in and like the dude from the grizzled young veterans i'm betting that's who i it don't was. know it was some guy okay. um and then some guy debuted named like t-bone or something tyson t-bone he was in the united kingdom championship tournament yep and then times. him and mastiff are gonna go at each other at some point probably really um that's it there's really nothing to take away from it if we're a month and a half away from two episodes a day like 19 episodes down the, the rabbit the, hole. I just don't care. The chances of me watching all of it are very, very slim. I will try my best. But again, this is busy season for me, like extremely busy season. Like, I understand it's the most recent to the viewers, but like, that'd be like us starting a podcast on and just now covering the last takeover. Yeah. Yeah. And they would have, it, you have a lot to catch up on. And again, we we talked about it too about how difficult it can be to run the show before that and you know introduce you to everybody and it still be current. I mean I don't know why they but... taped so much and waited so long to start it. That's what I'm confused by. Yeah. If you're this far behind running two episodes a day when like on Wednesdays and it's still going to take you 2 months to catch up, why the hell didn't you start sooner? And why wouldn't you just make the episodes two hours then? Yeah, it's, it makes no sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. But in the call that uh, our boy Brian Fritz, he was on a conference call with Triple H, and apparently Triple H said that they're in the period where they're still just kind of getting everybody used to the format and you know introducing characters, so it's going to take a minute for it to settle in. And apparently they're going to have talents come over WrestleMania weekend from what I read. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think they're just trying to build everybody up over there. And, uh, and it's difficult. It really is. It's, it's hard to do because 
you got to devote a lot of time to watch them. But if you have a general knowledge of who they are, you don't need to know like everything. So uh, nothing else on the UK front for you? No. Okay. All right. So oh, they changed venues. Did I say that? Yeah. It was a lot yeah. better. Oh, it, sound, it sounded like shit, though. It was a lot better, so but sounded worse. Yeah. So I'm guessing that the camera angle is better, though. It yeah. wasn't. He, he was talking towards the, the the people were talking towards the the crowd instead of talking towards the stage. Yeah. Got it. It was just like a normal NXT episode, like layout wise. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll go back and watch that and see what's going on. But okay, so uh, the go home show to NXT Takeover War Games two, we had three matches. Two of them were women's matches. Um, just to get it out of the way, we had it open with Bianca Belair versus Mia Yim, which was good. Bianca won clean. Um. I was uh, talking about it in ring stuff. Uh, it looks like Mia's conditioning's a little bit behind. She looks like she gets tired a little kind of easy. Um, so I'm sure that the more reps that she gets, she's going to be better in that sense. But it just looked like she was kind of huffing and puffing there at the end. Um, I don't need to continually tell you how much I love Bianca Belair as a competitor and as probably your next uh, number one contender for that NXT Women's Championship. Marty doesn't like that they're booking into her into a corner, but I don't think it's really happened yet. Um, but but I really like what she brings to the table, and she's growing in confidence with each week. And that and and that also applies to Lacey Evans, who took on I don't remember her name. It was a jobber, um, and. Uh, they're kind of on the same path right now. Lacey cut a promo after her match, basically. The same promo that she's been cutting. Um, and they're clearly giving her a push. But I feel like her and Bianca are on the same path right now. That's going to lead to either a number one contenders match or a triple threat for the NXT Women's Championship. Whoever may be holding it at the time. Thoughts? Um, I, I said that maybe they'd fire Shayna and then just have those two fight for the title. That's actually what you said. And I know our boy Zach Wasink's not going to like to hear that. <sighs> <laughs> but uh, no, I like I like both of both of them. And, and I see their pass crossing real soon because they're both on the fast track to being, you know, at the top. So the episode was filled with packages for the matches. So obviously we have four matches on the card and we're all going to, we're going to go through them and make our predictions or whatever. Um, we did have a backstage confrontation between Matt Riddle and Cassius Ono in a promo where Matt Riddle called his debut a debut. So uh, I kind of snickered at that, but uh, Cassius and him kind of jawing back and forth. Matt definitely looks like he's a decent worker on the microphone. Uh, nothing seemed forced at all. He's definitely broy. He's definitely that laid back type of dude. I think that's the point. But I feel like in in the ring, it's the complete opposite. So it's an interesting character. I I still have to see more Matt Riddle, but so far so good. And um. He challenged Cassius Ono to a match next week, which sounds like it's not on the TakeOver card. It sounds like it's on the the pre-show that airs the week after that special. So, yeah, that's what I got on that. Um, any thoughts on that? No, not no. really. It's, it's not like it's going to be a thing. It's just going to be a match Yeah, that I bet Riddle wins. and I bet you Cassius it. wins. So... I bet you Cassius wins. So we had the three... I don't really want to go through and describe the packages to the It'll match. just be the packages you see Saturday night. It'll be the exact... Exactly. It'll be the exact packages you see Saturday night. They're good. All of them are good. I mean, there's, there's no question that all of them are good. NXT just does amazing work. Just like WWE does amazing work on production. Um, did anything else happen besides the main event? No. Nothing? You don't recall anything? Okay. Um, so we had the main event where the winner gets advantage at War Games. Um, it was 
Hansen versus Kyle O'Reilly. Good match. I'm, I'm sure that management wanted to see Hansen in a singles match because he was a singles competitor in ROH before he joined up with Mike Rowe. So um, him taking on somebody who was also in uh, a Ring of Honor world champion in Kyle O'Reilly, somebody that's comfortable and, you know, one of his first main event singles matches. I uh, thought it was pretty good. You know, nothing spectacular flew out at me. Um, nice tope by Hanson onto Riley on the outside. Um, O'Reilly with the axe kicks, awesome. I love that stuff. Um, going after the the knee the whole way was a good way to, you know, kind of make him look vulnerable. Um, Adam Cole got involved. Hanson missed a moonsault. Uh, then you see, who was it that came down? It was Roe that came down, tried to even the score, threw Cole into the stairs, but then out of nowhere came Roddy and Bobby Fish, and then all hell broke loose. Out came Pete Dunn, Ricochet, came out of nowhere and did a <laughs> did a flip over the ropes to the outside, and, and which me and Marty looked at each other like, where the hell did he come from? <laughs> um so we had that all that crap going on outside. It was a distraction. Kyle O'Reilly picks up the NXT Tag Team Championship, hits Hanson in the back of the head, pins him, and they have the advantage at War Games. So that was our episode. Now let's get into the actual card. There are only four matches on this card, by the way. So let's go through them. I think, I think, and call me crazy, I... I think that Shayna Baszler and Kyrie Sane are going to open. Two out of three falls match. I know you hear Marty yawning because he's a piece of crap. I don't know. I don't know if that'll open it. I just can't see them opening with Alistair and Johnny. It's way too big of a feud. I don't know. Maybe they will. I don't. I don't. I don't see it. Um, so we have the two out of three falls match with Kyrie Sane and Shayna Baszler. We have Johnny Gargano versus Aleister Black. We have Tommaso Ciampa versus Velveteen Dream. And we have the War Games match between Undisputed Era. They might even open with the War Games match. I don't, know, I don't think that's going to main event. I do. What if they opened with the NXT title match? Because that is the weakest feud at this point. Not to say that it's weak, but it is the weakest feud out of the three at this point. Or out of the four at this point, isn't it? I guess, but... Marty doesn't like the Shayna Baszler-Kyrie Sane feud. I never have. He, he, and if you listen to this podcast, he's not, he's not BSing you. He's felt the same way about it for a while now. But I think that two out of three falls is definitely the way that it's going to put the kibosh on it. It's going to be done after this. Thank God. I think it's going to be a good match, though. I think the two have good chemistry. I mean... The history between these two, you have the Mae Young Classic, you have Evolution. Those right there, those are the two big ones, and they're even the score there. So this is where winner take all at this point. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that... Ooh, this is tough. I'm going to say that Kyrie Sane wins in three falls. I'm going to say that we have Bianca and Lacey as the next people to challenge her for that. And Shayna's just going to establish this stable with Jasmine Duke and Maria Schaefer. And th- that's going to be that storyline. It's going to be a completely separate storyline where they're just going to ravage the entire locker room. No. I think Shayna's winning. Because there's no point in her losing it to establish her being, you know, the first two-time champion just to have Kyrie become a two-time champion as well. It's going to backfire. The interference from the outside is going to backfire with Duke and Schaefer. That's how I see Sane winning it back. Mm. Marty disagrees. So we already disagree on the first match here. I think that Shayna will win. Maybe they'll do some shit where it's like Shayna goes up 1-0 and then they come in and beat the hell out of Kyrie so it goes to 1-1. Oh, because it's a DQ? Yeah. 
and then she wins. I don't know, I hope to God she wins. I'm done with this. I'm so, so past being done with this feud. It Are, feels like Christian and Randy Orton to me. That's what this feels like. <laughs> Christian. You mean Alberto and Sheamus? Or that. It, that's yeah. what it feels like to me. It feels like I've been watching this feud for the past, for the entire year. Yeah, they have been going at it for a while. I mean, what was the women's NXT championship match at Mania Weekend? Wasn't it Shayna and Kyrie? Was it? So like if- No, 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 Ember Moon, Ember Moon and Shayna. And Shayna won. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say, because I feel like I've been watching it the whole year. I feel like this feud I've been watching just this feud I've been watching it the entire year. <laughs> and I'm just He's done with I'm it. I'm done with it. He's done. Done. D U N done. No. Um Mostly because their promos are nonsensical. They're dumb and they make no sense. So, well, me and Marty have already made our feelings very clear on the treasure chest. It's dumb. It's way, way too cartoony, and that's Kyrie's gimmick. I mean, and we understand that, but it's just way, 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 way too much cartoon. Look, oh, shiny, shiny gold. Gold doubloons. It's just, it, I hate God. I, I'm done with, I hate it. I hate her character. I think. And she's such a good wrestler. That's the problem. Yeah. It's just. Uh... I think it's going to be a good match though, though. Moving on. We have. Alistair Black. Making his first in-ring appearance in apparently three months, according to Marty. Well, taking... that's according to Johnny. I saw Johnny tweet something about how he put him on the shelf for three months. Oh. Against Johnny Gargano. This is tricky to me because you have to do two things. You have to, one, make it believable that Johnny is a real heel, that he is a danger. He is a player as a heel. But you also have to say, oh, Alistair Black's still this badass that can kick the living hell out of anybody. And you think he has to win because he's just coming back. So where do they go here? Dude, I don't, I don't know. This one's tricky because it's like, I can see them doing either direction. And I also don't know, like, are they going f- like they're going miles an full hour. Johnny heel, dude. Did you see the cutout? The cutout. He has the venom jacket on. He's got this menacing look on his face. His yeah, eyebrows but that's are down. That's the same shit that he had on. That's great. He was but he didn't have Champa. that look on though. And like, I don't know, because they could do full Johnny heel and like have Johnny win dirty, and that would like you know establish it more. Or they could have Alistair win and then Johnny attack him again. And make both look... And make both look good and, like, get over the fact that Johnny's a heel, but Alistair won and, like, Johnny can't handle losing or something. Or they could just have Alistair win, period, and then have Johnny go down this rabbit hole more and more, just not to that night. Um, Or they could just have Johnny win. So what rabbit hole are you speaking of? Like, of Johnny, like, losing and, like, oh, you know, I, I'm done playing by the rules. Kind of like he's hinted towards, like, I'm done being like this. I'm done doing this. Blah, blah, blah. And You got to play a little dirty. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what closed the video package. I'm going to go ahead and say that we don't get a finish. And it sucks. I think they were going to get a good match, but I don't think we get a finish. I think someone's going to be a DQ. I think that Johnny's going to get pissed and hit him with a chair or something. No, I think that they'd have a dirty win before they had a non-finish. Touche. Uh, I do think this is the match of the night, though. Yeah, I do, too. I even even really with a non-finish, I could see this being the match of the night. And it's just like, I feel like I'm just going to go balls to the wall with trying to figure out what's going to happen. Saturday, and I'm just going to be like, Johnny's going to lose. Because this makes more sense to me. Is we're going to have Johnny lose. And then... You know what, though? I think Champa or Johnny's match is going to main event. Simply for the reason that I think 
that they're going to do the DIY reunited thing, and that's going to close the show. That ain't going to go on before that War Games match. If they do that, true, that's closing the show. So, and and you know how. Paul likes to end his shows with, oh my God, exactly. oh shit. So this is another thing. If neither of those matches close the night, so like let's say we start with the title match and then war, and then like there's a women's match and then Johnny or, you know, vice versa, and the War Games finishes, there will be no DIY revival. Correct. At least not now. No. And- but if they close the show on either one of those matches... I believe there will be a DIY revival. And uh, we hate to pat ourselves on the back. No, we don't. We love it. Go back about six, seven episodes and listen to us talking about the potential reuniting of Heal DIY. And the Because other, we've been talking the about The other it. thing is I almost also think that I think Johnny and Champa will both win because that gives you a reason for Alistair and Velveteen to pair up and be like, they both, like, if Johnny wins dirty, then Alistair's still pissed at him. And if Johnny helps Champa win, Velveteen's pissed at him and at Champa. So it gives you that that pairing. And then you put him in a TLC match, and then boom, you got magic again. So, I don't know. No, I... There's so the thing is, many though, directions they can go with this. The thing is, though, I don't want that... I don't want that to be a permanent tag team thing, though, with, at least with Alistair Black and Velveteen Dream if that happens. No, I don't think it'll be permanent. It'll just be a... A main event match. Yeah, it'll be yeah. a thing. Speaking of... Like how uh, Dunn was with Roddy. It wasn't a tag team. It was just a thing. Right. And Dunn and Ricochet, you could say the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, uh, you know, Velveteen and Champa, Velveteen going one-on-one with Champa for the NXT Championship. And that kind of ties into what we were just saying. So, Oh, and one more thing about Johnny is Johnny was tweeting the Johnny did nothing wrong, which is exactly what I said about them trying to compare him to Thanos and being justified in his reasons. He did compare him to Thanos. So, yes. Champa, Dream, NXT Championship. Goes along with what we've been talking about with Johnny, but in the case that that does not happen... I think Tommaso Ciampa wins clean in this match. I think that Velveteen's going to put on a show. I think I think they're both going to do an excellent job. They'll probably have better chemistry than we think. We haven't seen Velveteen in the main event yet. We've known that he's been climbing towards it for a while now. And he's finally going to get his chance. This is not as personal of a feud as we've seen Champa been in. This has probably been the driest feud we've seen Champa be in. It's been good, but it, it hasn't been quite as personal as everything that he's that he's exemplified since uh, returning, and obviously all the Johnny stuff. So I, I think we're gonna get a really good match. I don't think that it's gonna be bloody or you know a fight like I just think it's going to be a good technical match good grappling match um, that you see Champa come out on top of course if you go the other way and they swerve us you think of heel DIY right would heel DIY need to have the NXT championship on it not really so they could have dream win and then this heel DIY teams together but Marty, I think he's making a good point with this whole Champa Johnny reuniting on the dark side type of thing. So and like if they close with a Champa match, I could just imagine how they do it. Like they don't need to have Johnny come out and attack Velveteen or anything like that. They could just you know end the night normal, have Champa go up the ramp, pull up the watermark, and then Johnny comes up from behind him but doesn't attack him, just raises his hand. Watermark. Because, like, that, it'll be like, oh, he's doing what Champa did to him. Like, we're, like Johnny was fine. He was playing, he was just, it was like a blip in the radar. And But then he could come out and, like, 
like he gives him a menacing look coming out of the back. Yeah. And then like he like either gives him a hug or pats him on the back. Yeah. yeah. That 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 would be sweet. Yeah, so I could see them doing something like that too. Or they might not even do the DIY thing and it might just be a normal night. So it's going to happen soon. There's a lot of there's a lot of variables that factor into Saturday night and like what could or could not happen and what would make thing like so many dominoes go into so many different paths where it's like if this one falls this way it could go that way or it could go that way like it's just I think the unpredictability of the show is at its highest that it's been in a while mm-hmm. because like usually we'll go through it okay you know this 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 but this one actually has a bunch of possibilities which leads us up to the potential main event of the night if the DIY stuff doesn't happen which is war games between Undisputed Era at full strength, returning Bobby Fish, of course, against War Raiders, Pete Dunne, and Ricochet. This one, I don't see Undisputed winning. One, they have the upper hand, so that kind of makes it like, oh, okay, they're going to have the two-on-one advantage, so, oh, they're, they must win. Um, this is the second time that these four have been in war games. The other four don't have the experience. So I feel like they're going to try to put the quote unquote good guys over in this one. Marty's not a big fan of the war games just because of the gimmickiness of it. Uh, you know, I just realized something because I think Undisputed is going to win. Again? Yeah. Okay. Because like the other team doesn't get hurt much from them losing. Like They're not a team. It's just four guys, other than uh, War Raiders. War Raiders. No one else. And like, you got Dunn's a champion, and Ricochet's a champion. So, like, they don't get hurt from losing. Right. Um, but I just realized I think that every heel is going to win Saturday night. Shayna. Johnny, if you want to, if like, if he, if he's going to go full heel, maybe Johnny. Um, but at the same time, I think Alistair might win. I'm still 50 50 on that one. Um, Champa and Undisputed. So, like, I don't know. All heels. Mm -hmm. Except for that Alistair Johnny match. I might, like, I'm like 55% Alistair. 45% 45% Johnny. Like, I'm so split on that. It's so close. I can't. Wow. If I had to put money down, I'd put it down on Alistair, but I'd regret it. Fair. The second I put it down, I'd be like, hmm, I should have went with Johnny. Now that you made me think about it, so we've already picked our winners and stuff, and now I just kind of want to mull this over. You're making me think, because there's four cards on the me- uh, on the on the uh, card. Four cards on the card. Four, <laughs> four matches on the card. Something wacky's got to happen. Because that's a lot. That's a lot of show. It's a lot of show. That's like half an hour a match. Yeah. Something wacky's got to happen. And I bet War Games is like 35. Yeah. I bet Tommaso and Velveteen's... 40? Mm, like 20. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like 20, 25... Johnny and uh, Alistair will be 25, 30. Shayna and Kyrie will be way longer 30. than it should be. Yeah, 30, 35. So. Wow. Yeah. No, that's a lot of show to carry. Yeah. Normally, because normally show. there's five matches. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. I don't, and I don't see them putting a match, like just putting a match. They're not going to pull a main roster where they just go, oh, we needed filler. So we're going to put a raw match on here. Right. Right. Um. I, I'm going to say Cassius Ono wins at the pre-show. I don't know what the other pre-show match is going to be, but that one right there, I'm going to say. I think Riddle will win that match. Okay, cool. Let's move on to main roster things. Uh, craziness happened, so let's let's lead off with what happened with Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. Those that may not know or didn't watch the show this week, Becky ambushed Rousey on Raw, was making her life miserable with an armbar. Then uh, 
the Raw Women's Survivor Series was was announced in the main event, and uh, to close the show, Becky starts marching towards the ring, and she looks like she's about to take on all of them, but then out of nowhere, the entire SmackDown Women's locker room comes out, and there's just a brawl in the middle of the ring. Becky gets in there, starts whipping ass. Everybody's beating the living hell out of each other. And then, um, little to our knowledge, in the corner, well, Becky is punching and kicking somebody. Naya. Yeah, she, okay, so... Well, like, on Raw, you don't know what happened. She yeah, just, uh, yeah, she's yeah. just bloody out of nowhere on Raw. Yeah, so what happens is we just see Becky just busted the hell open. Like everywhere like crimson mask almost like it was crazy and like just watching and she kept on beating the heck out of but, everybody and the too. other thing is too just watching raw and like not reading the reports the next day not watching smackdown it just looks like she got cut above the eyebrow yep like it looks like her nose might be a little smashed up but Smash. it looks like she just got a cut it looks like she just got a deep cut that you know she can work through yeah and so but i mean like everything that she did that night was flawless. Amazing. Amazing. The walk and- down to the ring, that smug ass look on her face, taking that hit and then going with it. Continuing. Wiping, having blood all over her hands, all down her face, like wiping the blood away. That smug ass look, like walking out with her arms raised, like this is my show now. Like, damn. Beating the women up with chair, like, it, and like you said, just the look on her face, the raising of the title. God, dude, it was. We we were flawless. talking to each other, saying how she's clearly the best thing on the main roster right now. Period. Uh, and it sucks because as a result of Naya punching her, it was a closed fist, and she clocked Becky. Apparently, I have such strong feelings about this too. Yes. Uh, apparently, Becky suffered a severe concussion and a broken face. Face. That's what they're going with. Broken. I'm guessing face. orbital something. If it, dude, if it's orbital, she's out for months. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that's my guess. People were speculating nose, so let's let's hope it's the best case scenario. She came out on SmackDown and put it this way. Um. I don't remember which one it was, but from the tag team, um, Oni or yeah, Oni. Yeah, he broke his orbital. That's right. How how long was he out? Yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah. So Becky comes out on SmackDown the next night and basically announces that she's unable to compete. Um, drops it was a, it was it was a non kayfabe moment. It sounded like drops a fantastic promo though. Oh yeah, you're oh, not yeah. the baddest bitch in the planet. You're the luckiest. Oh, fantastic! Uh, and she. Said that she's angry as hell right now. Um, and she was knocking on doors, pleading to fight, but yeah. they wouldn't let her. It's, uh, it, it suck. It really does suck. Um, and she got a, she has got a shiner. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, they're, so what they're going with is, uh, Charlotte Flair against Ronda, which is, I mean, a more than capable pr- replacement. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's going to be a good match. I mean, it obviously doesn't have the, the personal feel to it, like Becky Ronda, but Becky Ronda should be main eventing WrestleMania at this point. Just gonna lay that out there. Period. Above everybody. Yeah. I think that it's easily the best thing going in, in the company right now. Uh, the one thing I did not like about this whole Becky situation was when they did go outside of kayfabe and she says thank you to the you know audience and stuff like that. It kind of derails her momentum. It kind of derails her momentum when she goes up and hugs Charlotte. Like it wasn't like a huge hug, but it was just like a respectful hug. Like mm-hmm. go make her tap out, like I would. Um, it, uh, I mean, obviously we know Becky's Becky and she's a badass. But that seeing that on television, I don't think was necessary. Here's my thing that they need to do with this: keep her on TV. If she's like, she if she can still be on TV, keep her on TV. Treat her like Stone Cold when he was when he like if he was injured. We're not gonna have her come out and play in ukuleles. No, but I'm saying just have her out there, like just have her talking shit, have her doing stuff, have her be present, 
but not wrestling. You know, like, don't let her fade a little bit. Like, keep it going. Keep it going. Have her still going, like, talking. Like, because, I mean, if it's bad enough, she might have to drop the title. God. So. So unfair. You can't have her drop the title and then disappear. Because then, like, I know when she comes back, she'll get a pop. But it's like, keep it, like, keep that spark. There's too much greatness going on with her right now. And it's just like, that feud was the most excited I've been for a main roster match. And, dude, I can't tell you how long. It's the most excited. If you're going to say Punk Cena, I'm going to kill you. No, it's, it's, I can't <laughs> remember how long it's been since I've been like that excited for a match. And I can't remember the last time I've ever been that excited for a female match. Right. So, like, I think you could probably say uh, Sasha Bailey, Bailey in NXT. In NXT was the most I've been invested in a female feud before this. Um, or maybe even Charlotte Asuka. Because, like, that was big, too. That was. But now you've got just so much tension between these two where you can't not pay it off. They're still talking shit on Twitter. And Becky's just rinsing Rhonda. I'm sorry, but she's rinsing her. So Becky said, Rhonda said something about how Becky sucker punched her and she couldn't take a real hit. And then Becky came at her with the first time you took a real hit, you took a year off and you're blanky and you didn't do anything. And I was like, oh my God. Got him. Like, she is rinsing Rhonda on social media. She's rinsing Naya on social media, who, by the way, needs... She's supposed to have a uh, championship match against Rhonda. I think she needs to get squashed on television to lose that match. I think it should be a match on television versus Ronda. Ronda beats her in 35 seconds. Well, from what I'm reading is she has heat. Good. Currently. Uh, actually, why not? Let's bring this up. Uh, your list on of Reddit. All of, yes. About so there's Nia a, Jax. A list. And, and, I'm, and, and listen, I uh, I liked Nia. And I, I mean, I still like Nia. I think she's definitely gotten better. But when this evidence comes forth and you hear this, then you're like, oh, okay, we maybe might want to pump the brakes. Yeah, it's just so, it's been, she's been getting heat because they're saying she's unsafe and she's green. She needs to get dropped down. Um, Like, she doesn't deserve to be in the spot she's in. She obviously, like, she's too lackadaisical in the ring. Punches are the easiest thing to learn how to throw in wrestling. And she hit Becky, the top superstar that they have going for them, in the face and took her out of the biggest female match they've had in years. Biggest match in years, shit. So, like, that alone should warrant punishment. Yeah. Let alone, like, everything else. And, like, from what I see, if you look at the replay, don't see it on Raw, but then there's a video of a fan took on the internet where, you know, like, back, and people are like, oh, it's a receipt, it's a receipt. Like, but, that's, that's, no. Like, that's too much. We mean it's a receipt. Like people, like if she was being stiff, if Becky was hitting her too hard, it was a tag oh, back to oh, be like, "Hey, calm back. down." Well, apparently, uh, Naomi went at Nia stiff after that. After she saw that, good. So that that's um, kind of like a protecting her in a way. Like the way I think of it, a receipt is how Brie knocked the hell out of Liv, and then Ruby kicked her in the chest as hard as she could. Right. Okay. That's a receipt. I see. I see. Um, but. With this, it's like the way I look at it and the way I see it is looking at that video that of like in the fan, like in the fan's perspective, is Becky came up and attacked Naya. Naya looked at Becky, acknowledged that she was getting punched, went back to Naomi, and then turned around and punched her as hard as she could in the face. Like there was a follow through, it was closed fist, and it looks 100% intentional in my eyes. Bring, bring forth your theory. Go but, ahead. So you have the, a theory. There's a list on Reddit of it's a history of unsafe practices by Naya. And so there is a match against Charlotte where she doesn't catch her taking a moonsault to the outside and Charlotte lands on her face. That in the same match, she goes to give Charlotte a shoulder breaker, but instead gives her a, she spikes her on her head, both on her knee and on the mat. Um, she injured Bailey's shoulder and caused Bailey to miss SummerSlam. She botched an elbow drop to Bailey in the same match. And then 
there was not a bo- not a injury, but you know, just more showing that she doesn't know what she's doing in the ring. Kind of is she went for a backbreaker on Asuka and then went to the wrong knee, so just gave her a back slam, and then. Zelina has a concussion following a throw by Nia out of the ring at Evolution, which, you know, like, it might be, like, she got caught wrong, blah, 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 but, like, Nia's involved, doesn't look good. Um, apparently, Tamina busted her nose open during this as well, because I think Tamina was the one who was supposed to catch her. So, you know, like I said, could be Tamina. Zelina could have broke, hit her head on Tamina's face. So, um... You had another one with Alexa. Alexa Bliss. Yeah. She injured her earlier this year. And not then, not not the injury she has now, by the way, just for clarification. And but. then she also injured Emma's eye and busted open a jobber at one point. And it with the injury with Alexa, it was a fan tweeted at Naya and said something about how like you're reckless, how'd you injure her? Because it was a ragdoll spot. I think it was at Backlash was when she injured her. Okay. It was a ragdoll spot where Naya picked her up by her arms and her legs and just threw her. I remember that. It did nothing for the match. It wasn't a move. It did nothing. And apparently that injured Alexa. I remember that. And actually someone said something to Nia and she said, if you haven't heard, Alexa's fine. She couldn't beat me in the ring. So she blamed it on a fake injury. Trust me. She's perfectly fine. She's scheduled to be on on tour. If you're all her troll friends can come and worship your goddess. And Alexa responded with just like question marks. That's weird. Cause they, they were pretty close actually. Yeah. And I mean, she's getting rinsed. I was going to say that this is turning into a laundry list here. And I was joking with Marty. And I mean, not to joke about injuries or anything like that. I was like, wow, she's becoming the female Seth Rollins. Yeah. And it's just like, (laughs) but that's no bad heartedness towards Seth, by the way, because he's amazing. And when, when you look at it, it's just like you injured the top star. You can't do it. Mr. Kennedy got fired for injuring Randy Orton. Randy Orton was the top star, like was one of the top stars at that point. And he got fired because of it. Yeah. Can't. I understand working stiff, but uh, maybe don't do it as, as hard with somebody who is on the ascension right now and pretty much at the top of the company. Can't yeah. Do that. Like who gives a shit about her ties to the rock? Who gives a shit about her ties to Roman? Like, I think it's she should be in the doghouse for a while, if not dropped down or taken out completely. And that number one contendership match should be either lost, like the actual contendership should be lost in an embarrassing fashion, or the match should be lost in an embarrassing fashion. There should no way be a program built off the fact that she injured Becky. No. About how, like... She took Becky out, so now she's a badass because she's the one that took Becky out in one punch. Fuck no. Do not reward her for injuring a superstar that's at the top of their game. I have to agree with you. There should, like, there should be no program built around this because she tweeted something about how like everybody's worried about Becky, but who's worried about my fist? And she had like a gash on her fist. And that's when Becky, she rinsed her on Twitter. And are we are we naming this episode the rinsing? Maybe, dude, because <laughs> Becky's just killing everybody. But like, I there shouldn't be a program built. There should be some sort of punishment, and Becky Ronda should main event Mania. Period. I'm in it. I'm in it with you. Another crazy thing that happened this week on main roster television was on SmackDown. So we had the show open with AJ Styles cutting a promo uh, about Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman came out and mentioned Daniel Bryan or whatever. Like, you know, that, that was his latest competition or whatever. And AJ was, you know, basically saying that Daniel Bryan's one of the you know people he respects the most, blah, blah, blah. Daniel came out and said, if you say my name one more time, I'm going to punch you in the face. They ended up hashing, you know, they ended up brawling. AJ and Daniel and had a match set up later. Shane made it for the WWE championship. So right away, and I'm sad that I had this spoiled for me, but right away you just knew something was going down. Um, long story short, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, great match uh, until the end when AJ almost hit a phenomenal forearm on a referee. The referee was kind of turn around and Daniel 
kicks AJ in the nethers, sets up a flying knee, and wins the WWE Championship and turns heel. Daniel Bryan, heel. American Dragon, back. Yes Movement, dead. What's going on? Yeah, well, and from what I saw was that Brian had been pushing for this with Vince for the past month. And, you know, like Vince slowly started to listen to him. And apparently this was the plan all along. They were always going to have AJ lose to Brian to have Brian or not all along, but like recently um, to have Brian win the championship and then go on to face uh, Bork Laser at Survivor Series. Um, but apparently the idea to make him a heel in the process wasn't greenlit until like earlier in the weekend or like that day. Okay. And from what I had seen too, was this was not a reaction to Becky getting injured. Cause that's what it seems like. It seems like Becky got injured and they rewrote. They did rewrite everything. A shitload of stuff on SmackDown. We have two, you have two, two brand new matches. On yeah. The Becky series. got hurt and they're like, shit, throw it all out. Let's redo it. Yeah. And, but apparently this was not a re as a cause of Becky getting hurt. This was just like the plan all along. It's just, it's somehow it, they ended up having to redo both of their matches, uh, their championship matches for right. Survivor Series. So, but yeah, apparently Daniel had been pushing for this and we're going to get a heel. Apparently he loves working as a heel. So Well, he did He did on the indie circuit. It'll be interesting to see because it's something we have never seen in the WWE. Yeah, we have. Uh, we saw, recently. We saw, we saw, yeah, we saw funny-ish heel Daniel. Yeah, like, we saw the no, no yeah. Daniel Bryan, but like that wasn't even, that was annoying heel. That wasn't heel heel. Yeah. Um, like his face. Like, that was Leo Rush heel, not um, Becky heel. Champa heel. Or, or Champa. Like yeah. So if you saw his facial expression when he had the title. Oh, yeah. Demeanor changed it entirely. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was a great, like, I'm, I'm very intrigued to see how he makes this run. Daniel was an, a ridiculously good competitor in the ring. He's a little stale as a face at times. So this here could be like an awakening of, oh my God, this is this is Daniel Bryan. Just imagine a year ago saying, hey guys, in a year, Daniel Bryan's going to win the WWE Championship as a heel and Johnny Gargano's going to be a heel. Oh my God. Fighting dude. on the same weekend. I love it. I love it. Two happy-go-lucky faces, like, just playing dirty. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. I think it's it's awesome. Yep. I am confused, though, as to what AJ Styles' status is for Survivor Series, though. I don't think he's on the card. Yeah, that's, that's, I think that's really weird to just kind of, like, have him... Like, is, is he hurt? Do Does he lot. have a personal... Maybe. Who knows? Maybe that was the call or something. Like, I, I have no idea. I mean, it's good to put Daniel over in this way, but... For AJ not to be on the card at all, I think is it's a just little a little odd. nonsensical. Yeah, it's a little odd, but yeah, they might throw him in there somewhere. Who knows? Yeah, uh, you know, someone might get attacked on Team SmackDown and he get gets put in, or yeah, I could see like Hell, Jeff or Ray Ray getting Ray getting taken out by Randy Orton before the match. Yeah, AJ goes in, something weird. There we go. We already figured it out. We already um, figured it out. And then some weird ass storyline coming from it because okay. that. That men's Survivor Series match always has some dumbass storyline attached to it or so, coming from it. Which so, also this year, there's the match is pointless. The men's Survivor Series matches. There's nothing on the line. Pointless. There's nothing on the line. There's nothing on the line. Usually they're like, if someone lo if you lose your fire, blah blah blah. If this happens, this happens. It's just a damn match this year. Brand supremacy. That's what they're calling it. But hey, before before we get into that card and and finish this thing off, one more thing I wanted to talk about on the main roster. Storyline. Uh, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose. So, oh, yeah. Dean finally talked. So Seth came out and was talking to Corey Graves. Corey Graves asked him about Knock. Didn't give a shit about Knock and basically was calling Dean out. Dean was in the back sitting on a car. Which, like, Dean's not on the card, right? No. So he's caught. Seth's going to lose Sunday so, by way of Dean. Okay. So he's by a dumpster car fire. Yeah. A Barrel fire on a red car. And it's like, why? No, but but if you listen to him talking, I know, it's because he burned the jacket, so like that's why the... Symbolism. Yeah. Symbolism. He still didn't really say why he did it. He kind of was basically saying they were making him into a joke. 
that he was holding him back the whole time. Roman was holding him back the whole time. There's supposed to be some like special on him Saturday night after war games. That was a really good promo, actually, how he was mocking everybody. Like, how could you do this on this night? This night's, you know, in particular, like... Spaticular. Spaticular. Spaticular rinsing. Spectacular, molecular, Mac Daddy Justice. Spectacular rinsing is the name of the episode. Uh, No. So Dean was basically saying that he was holding him back and that he never really was brothers with him in the first place. Like it would, it, it got personal and Seth like started like walking towards the back. It looked like he had tears in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously this is not going to have a payoff at, at, uh, at Survivor Series because there's no match. Rollins is facing knock, but like you said, Dean's probably going to cost him in that one. Mm-hmm. They'll have a TLC match or something. Yes. Yes. Which we all know the Shield are just always involved in them TLC matches yes, when the time comes around. Um, okay, quickly, before we go, let's talk this Survivor Series card briefly and give our predictions. Did we do official predictions for TakeOver, though? Yeah. I know we like we yeah, mentioned we it, but... So, okay, so let's let's roll through them. I had, I, I had Kyrie winning. You okay, had I got Shayna winning. I have a non-finish happening between Gargano and Black. If I had to put money on it, I put it on Alistair, but I'm I can't do it confidently. Okay. I have Champa beating Dream. Agreed. And I have the War Raiders done and Ricochet beating Undisputed. And I got Undisputed. And he has all heels. Remember that. So Survivor Series. Let's see if we can do this at the top of my head. Um instead of looking it up. Uh, I think well, I can do got, it. You've got here, so let's do the matches that just don't matter. Uh, the, the, the tag team the Survivor tag team Series one. match. Who gives a shit? I don't give a shit. Who I, gives a shit who wins? SmackDown will win because they're the only team. They're the only brand that has tag teams on it. <laughs> um, true, true. The hey, women's hey. Survivor Series match. Also, kind of who gives a shit? It seems so pieced together. I'm so going to say Raw because they have more main event players on it, I think. Uh, yeah, I'll go. Because Charlotte's gone now. Yeah. So Who do they put in for Charlotte? Did you see rumors, by the way, about Paige? That she's ready to wrestle? Yeah. Nah, she responded to that, and she was like, you're all idiots. If I take one more bump, I'll be paralyzed. Shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That, she put the kibosh on that quick. Yeah, she shut that up. <laughs> oh, my God. No, um, um, Raw. Raw. Yeah, I'll take Raw, too. I'll go with Raw. Why not? Um, yeah, I'll take Raw because SmackDown's the one that invaded. True. Uh, let's see. Uh, the tag team match between AOP and The Bar, which will be good. Which I, will be good. I want to say AOP because I want them to establish AOP as a threat. Fair. I'm going to go with AOP. Uh, another pre-show match, cruiserweight championship, Mustafa Dude. Ali versus Buddy Murphy. Yeah, I'm gonna say Buddy Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> you just looked at me, so I hate you. Uh, Seth my Roll- prediction for that match is yeah, Seth Roll- <laughs> Seth Rollins, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, knock by way of Dean interference. Doubly agree. Uh, what else do we got? The WWE Championship versus Universal Championship, Daniel Bryan, Brock. I'm gonna say. This one's Daniel. Hard. This one's hard because Daniel, because like, because Daniel can't lose his first match as a heel. Yeah, and it's like, and we know what Brock is. Mm-hmm. But you does think da- about it though. Does AJ, Daniel have a stable? Is Daniel gonna have a stable as a heel? Or is it gonna just be a heel? I think I'll just be a heel. Okay. You had you had AJ win the championship last year before Survivor Series and then lost to Brock right away, and True. then he held the title for a year. Yeah. So like, it's not like it's gonna hurt him that no, much. No, but I'm just saying, I think that Daniel. You will think win. about it though. It's who does this hurt more? To lose Brock or Daniel, I think it hurts Brock more to lose to Daniel Bryan than for Daniel Bryan to lose Brock. I think there, and this sounds stupid, but I think there's a double turn in this situation. And I, I know that Brock's not like a face face. Brock but, sure as hell is not tapping out. No, what I'm saying is though, I think that Daniel's going to do something dastardly to to win, and like maybe he sends Brock out like on a stretcher or something, mm. like. By just absolutely crushing him with chairs. I don't know about making that. Making him tap. like, and, and us saying, damn, Daniel. I think it is Brock. I think Brock will win. Fair. Um, What else do we got? Besides the... Uh, Charlotte versus Ronda. Charlotte, Ronda. Ronda. Yeah, I'm going to say Ronda now because... Charlotte was... Charlotte was a replacement. Yeah, Charlotte's a replacement. They're not going to have her win. It's Good an match, easy way though. to keep Ronda looking strong. Good match, though. Good match. Do we only have the five man left? And then yeah, and then there's a, the Raw versus SmackDown Survivor Series match, which this I'm gonna one, say, oh man, 
I'm gonna say SmackDown. I'm gonna say even though I told I'm gonna you, go raw. I told you before that Drew would be the lone survivor. But the thing is, I think about Drew and I think Royal Rumble Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble winner. So I don't think they'll have him do both. I'm gonna say Miz, final survivor. I'm gonna go with Raw and it'll be I don't know. I just think Raw's gonna win it. Final survivor wise though, I don't know. I think that it's because there was the whole thing with like Braun with the, the title match bullshit or whatever it was. Yes. Um, well, he gets Baron if Raw wins. Yeah. But there's also Drew and I, they're pushing him to the sky, I feel like. So I feel like... Rightfully so, by the way. Dude's killing it right now. So I think You should have heard the promo he cut on, on Kurt. Oh my God. I think Raw wins, but I don't know how. Like, I don't know last, win, like last person or anything like that. I just Raw will win it. Okay. Fair, fair. Those are our Survivor Series predicts. Which um, I did, saying that then I said Raw was going to win the women's one, so I had to change that to SmackDown. Yeah, so you have our official predicts on here. You have our official predicts on TakeOver. Anything else on your mind wrestling-wise? Uh, did you see anything come across the old TL? Uh, WWE now has a Performance Center YouTube channel. Really? Where they're posting... Like live? No, they're posting like... Uh, there's a video about Matt Riddle on there. Oh. Uh, they're doing stuff like that. Cool. Uh, I subscribed to it today because I saw it on Reddit. I saw the Riddle post on Reddit. And they only got three videos up and that Matt Riddle one's like the only like actual video that's got content to it. That's not just like a... Sweet. We're going to ask these superstars this kind of thing. Sweet, sweet. Uh, so it looks like they're going to start posting stuff like that there. Cool. So look out for that. I'm subscribed to it, so it might be a little extra NXT um, content. Nice. There. All right. Well, I'm going to have to look that up. I forgot to mention, too, um, just because we did it on uh, the other the other episode that we did of STG uh, for both pay-per-views, TakeOver War Games 2 and Survivor Series, Matches of the Night. I, I, I'll start. I, I said this earlier. I'll just say it again. Um, Alistair Black, Johnny Gargano, and I think match of the night at Survivor Series. That will go to. Ooh, this is tough. Daniel and Brock. I agree with both of them. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. I would have said Becky Ronda, but you know, well, Nia, Becky Ronda would have. Nia Jax had to ruin that. Crushed one everything. Me. We are stick to the gimmick. We are on Twitter at Gimmick Pod. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash stick to the gimmick. We are a part of the Cheap Pops Podcast Network. Four other awesome podcasts for you to listen to. We've got Sport Guys Talk Wrestling, High Spot Podcast, Cosmic Geppetto, and Between the Ropes. Make sure to go on to Spreaker, subscribe, like, comment. Same thing on iTunes, same thing on everywhere you listen to podcasts. Give us a nice hand on that. I am on Twitter at Spinny Wrestling. He is on Twitter at Martin David Harp. Before we get out of here, and before we get to take over War Games 2 and Survivor Series, I know we've got something really special coming up next week's episode when all that's done and we review it. So, Marty, go ahead and tell everybody the good news. Uh, so next week we've got... Episode 41. 41. Uh, we'll be talking about War Games and the good old Survivor Series um, outcomes and like everything, the fallout of those. That's the word I was looking for. Um, so, you know, War Games, Survivor Series, Fallout, we've ha got a good special guest for you. Um, speaking of Survivor Series, he's been, uh, surviving on this podcast for the past 41 episodes, never misses a beat, the number one lone survivor of the best guest hosts possible, good old Jonah Hill. He will be here talking about all the wrestling things, all the NXT things, just all the things. Next week, after all the pay-per-views, probably going to be a loaded episode to try and cover everything. Um, although the NXT normal episode itself will be nothing. It'll be a filler episode. Um, so next week, Jonah Hill, guest host, episode 41. Peace out. Oh, and it's also going to be Thanksgiving. So Merry Thanksgiving to all you fat fucks. Have fun eating your food. Um, try not to kill anybody on Friday. Although I guess I could just say that next week, right? Uh, see ya.
Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.